So the big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Welcome back. So, I want to talk about something. I've been learning a lot about transurfing, gateway experience, meditation, focus levels. And this morning I was actually reminded of something. So, pretty much everyone... Okay, so... Every living being is a child of God, okay? So, God governs the world, and he governs the world by basically living it. So, every single person has a piece of God inside of them. So, essentially, you are God. And this is something that was brought to my attention when I first started transurfing, but then I quickly dismissed it because I was... Christian, I think. And then after a bit of letting transurfing like soak in on my brain, I was I decided that I was not Christian anymore. And now I'm reading transurfing a second time and I just read the part this morning where he was talking about how you are God. So like, and this is also another thing that I read in the introduction to Dancing After the Music Stops, a book. And in that, he basically said, or no, I didn't read it in the introduction to that book. I read it in his reading list. So the guy, the author of the Dancing After the Music Stops book, that author has a website called The Most Beautiful World. And in that website, there's a reading list and it's like a blog post kind of where it's like an article and then it has all of the like, and then after the article is written, he wrote down like a reading list and it's the ultimate reading list for human beings. And I read that and I plan on reading that reading list, but that's pretty much where I heard that as well. Like, and then it's all starting to make sense. Like I still feel uncomfortable like saying that you are God and like I am God as well. I still feel uncomfortable, which basically means that I still don't like believe it hundred percent. And I still haven't accepted my essence, my true essence yet. And it's, I mean, I was raised in a Christian household. I grew up going to the church and it's all making sense because pendulums rule this world and they basically try to hide your true like essence and they try to hide your power from you. And they try to like form or forge your worldview to a certain 
shape that will only benefit that will benefit the pendulum greatly. And since religion is just a pendulum, I it's all starting to make sense because I think one of the reasons why I feel uncomfortable saying that I am God and you are God and we are all God. I think I feel uncomfortable saying that because I'm pretty sure it goes against like Christianity to say that. I think that that's like a sin to say that. But like the more and more I think about it, the more and more it makes sense because Christianity is just a pendulum and like it's trying to hold us back from our true potential. Because just just take for a moment here. Accept just for argument's sake, just accept that maybe we are God. So do you think it would make sense that a pendulum, which is something that is basically trying to steal our energy and it's trying to like control its adherents under its will and like force them to work for it, basically, do you think that a pendulum would pop up and kind of prevent you from believing that that you are God do you think that a pendulum would pop up and would create a an entire worldview that would prevent you from actually accessing your full power if like think for a moment if all like a pendulum is real if pendulums are real which you can see for a fact that they are real and don't believe me just look out like go and find proof for yourself. Like I see it every single day, like all the time. And you can even see it in nature. Like birds, if you run by a flock of birds, they all fly away instantly. That's a pendulum. If in the water, if you see a school of fish and then a shark like goes run, like swims into it, they all like scatter at the same time. That's a pendulum as well. And it doesn't like i i i think that i know that pendulums exist like i don't think that that's out of my worldview anymore i'm pretty sure like i don't have to persuade myself anymore that pendulums exist i think that i just know that they exist that's the point that i've gotten to on cuz i always look for proof throughout the day that transurfing exists. I don't actively search for it, but whenever I like see something, I, I just remind myself, oh, that's transurfing. That's like a pendulum. That is all that. So I've gotten to the point where I've got gathered enough proof for my mind to accept the fact that pendulums are a thing. And so let's just assume that pendulums are, are real. Do you think that pendulums, so since pendulums are trying to like keep you hold you back from your true potential because they cannot benefit from you like going your own way and you're finding your own path. They can't benefit from you basically living up to your full potential. They benefit from you like feeding them energy constantly through your thoughts, emotions, actions, everything. So that's why like we live in a society where people work nine to five jobs for their entire lives because the pendulum basically benefits from them working a nine to five job for the rest of their life. They don't benefit from the millionaire who doesn't work anymore because they live off of their 
money. Like they don't benefit from that. But they do benefit from the millions of Americans and even other countries and the millions of human beings who are working a nine to five job for their entire lives. They benefit from that. And so let's just assume since I think we've gotten to the point where we think that pendulums are a thing and they're real. So do you think that pendulums would form an entire religion? Like all of the religions, except for, I haven't looked into, I, I don't know anything about any of the religions except for Christianity. And even then, like I don't know much about Christianity and I grew up in a a Presbyterian denomination. So I don't know much about the stuff. I just grew up in the church, but I didn't really study anything like that. Um, But I've noticed that like a lot of the religions like fight each other, but there's one religion that I, that was brought to my attention Like I've always was looking, I was always interested in Buddhism, but I never really looked into it. And I knew that the, the Buddha reached enlightenment and he basically like meditated. And so that spoke to me a lot, but I never really researched anything about it. And then while I was looking into like the gateway process and exploring consciousness and trying to discover the truth. The other day I found a Google Slides presentation made by someone who had spent the past 44 years of their life trying to discover the truth. And there was basically a slide where it said that all worldly gods, like all religions, are like not, it's, they're all lies. Like Christianity, all of that stuff is a lie. And then they said that the truth is Buddhism. Buddhism is the only way to find the real God. And so I don't really know, like any, I don't know the validity of that claim. But all I know is that Christianity has failed me and I don't believe in it. But transurfing is like... Transurfing is definitely, I've not found anything wrong with transurfing. And honestly, I'm like in my humanities class right now, we're one of the books that we're going to read in the class is Siddhartha, which is, um, I think Siddhartha is the Buddha. So like, the book will be about the Buddha. So I'm excited to read that, but I don't know when we'll read that. And it's, so let's go back to this topic about how we are God. Since we can create the layer of our world, like this is like everyone inherently knows that you can create the world of your of the layer of your world like you can move to a different house and like decorate how you want like that is basic knowledge like you can create your world layer like the layer of your world but it's actually 
far more than that. You can actually like genuinely create your world, like more so than create your own house. You can like, if you're living in a middle-class household, you can create your world to be a upper class, don't have to work anymore. And your the world just takes care of you and you live like lavishly. You can create that for yourself. And since God is a creator, we are creators as well since we are children of God. Like we are God. And it's because God like placed, so he created this world and then he wanted to experience it. So he just placed himself in every single living being. And so he can experience every single part of the world. And that's also how he governs it as well. And you're the only one, like the only limitation to your potential is your intention. Like you're the only one holding yourself back. I was talking to my friend who's just getting into transurfing and he was he was talking about, so I was telling him, I was telling him this, like that you are God. And he was like, but I can't move things. I can't like create things. I can't like fly. And then I just said, well, that's because your mind is holding your back, you back. Like you're capable of all this stuff. It's just that your mind holds you back. And there's actually this one guy, I think his name is Via Cheslov. Uh, Bronikov. I, if I got that name wrong, it's, um, I probably, I definitely butchered it, but if I got that name wrong, it's because I, that's like from memory. So I don't really remember exactly what his name is, but I'm pretty sure it's via Cheslav Bronikov. And I, he was mentioned in Transurfing towards the end of the book. And what he does is he basically has this like school of children with exceptional like supernatural abilities and they're basically able to see with their eyes closed see things that are super far away as if they were clear like a telescope and they can see through things like they can see through walls and stuff like that so, and then I was, I actually looked into it uh, last night. I was looking into it after the podcast and I'm, I decided, I chose not to go into it a little further because I was getting this, um, there's this, so the Russell of the Morning Stars, I'm just going to explain what that is real quick, just in case people don't know what it is, but it's basically you have a heart and a mind. So your heart is usually the ones or not your heart. The mind is usually the one making all the decisions. Like your mind is the one at the helm and it's the one that uses logic, analyzing and reasoning. And the Russell, the morning stars is basically when your heart gives its input. So whenever you make a decision or you're about to make a decision, the heart gives input and uh, most of the time, the mind actually just ignores it 
or it doesn't even realize that the heart said anything because the heart's input is so faint that the mind really has to look for it to be able to hear it. And I actually have a story that I'm going to tell you uh, of I knew about the Russell of the Morning Stars. And for some context, the Russell of the Morning Stars is always right. Like it's, it's never wrong. So you should always listen to it. And I knew all of this stuff when I first So I, I think that this was when I was reading Transurfing still, but I knew about the Russell of the Morning Stars because I was going to get a haircut and <clears throat> there's this, I was at Great Clips. So Great Clips is like the chain haircuttery and it's like the cheap haircut. And I've never had a good haircut there, but... I was going to get a haircut at Great Clips, and I did not want a bad haircut. But it was like 8 in the morning because I had just gotten out of the gym and biked down. And I was it, the shop wasn't even open yet. And I was just standing, like leaning against a tree right outside of the shop, looking into it, watching the workers get the shop all ready. And this, I was probably leaning on that tree for like 10, 15 minutes. And this whole time, I saw many red flags. Like, I'm not going to get into like all the red flags that I saw, but my mind was reasoning that I need a haircut and I should just get it. And that was like the logic, logical explanation. But this whole time, I felt this inner discomfort. And I knew it too. I was like, Oh, I, I feel uncomfortable about, about this, but I, I chose to ignore it and listen to my mind's reasoning, th- reasonable thoughts. And so I got a haircut and it was the worst haircut I've ever had. And essentially like it affected th- like three months of my, like more than three months of my life because you know how it is when you have a bad haircut in high school. People always talk and then people like comment. Yeah, it's not good. And you can tell that people don't like it. And that affected like three months. And it's because I chose not to listen to the Russell of the Morning Stars. I could have prevented all of that by listening to the Russell of the Morning Stars, but I chose to ignore it. And so from that point on, I actually decided that I was going to listen to it. And there's been many occasions when I listened to it and none of which I know how it would have ended up if I actually ignored it. But I'm glad that I listened to it now because I've never had, like after I listen to it and I decide not to do something or to do something, then I have never had any negative consequence or negative out, like negative result from me listening to it. So I do listen to the rest of the morning stars. And to be honest, I forgot what I was going to link this to. I think I was talking about, uh, I don't even remember what I was like, I was giving this as context for a different story.
I don't even remember. But that's like, I'm actually going to use this opportunity and get some water and try and figure out what I was going to link it to. I'm not sure what I was going to link it to, but I'm going to just move on and maybe it'll come to me. Maybe not. I don't know. But pretty much always listen to the Russell and Morning Stars, but I want to talk about Funnel Hacking Live. So a few months ago, I read a book called Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson, and then I read the second book called Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, and then I read the third book, Traffic Secrets by Russell Brunson, and I got ClickFunnels, I got all that stuff, I ended up canceling ClickFunnels because I didn't have any use for it at the time, and like all that said, I've been really into, I haven't actually uh, been reading his stuff for maybe a month, because I was reading Expert Secrets a second time uh, while I was reading Transurfing, and it, I felt as it was taken away from my Transurfing studies. So I decided to go full all in on Transurfing and uh, stop reading Expert. So that's where I'm at right now. But we me and my friend Franklin were were both studying his books and he's actually studying them still and we uh probably like a month or two ago we I got an email one night from Russell Brunson talking about Funnel Hacking Live now I knew what Funnel Hacking Live was because he talked about it in his books a few times and it's basically a business conference for entrepreneurs at ClickFunnels and for funnel hackers but it's more than just that because it's basically the rock concert of entrepreneur conventions basically and I was looking at the promotional video and the documentary and it's going to be amazing but back to when I first got that email, for context, I was and I still am a high school student and have no money and am still living at my parents' house, like most high school students. But that's context. And so I got that email and then the next, I was like, ah, that could be cool, but I'm not going to be able to go. But then the next day, I brought it up to my friend, Franklin, and we talked about it. And we ended up like actually wanting to go. So we, we verbally decided to go. And then like a week passed, and we were still talking about it, but we hadn't taken any action. And then he, Franklin actually decided to go ahead and buy the tickets because he thought that they were going to sell out quick. And I was like, okay, because I didn't see a downside because <clears throat> that would just lock us in. Like, now we had to go. We couldn't bail out. 
So we bought the tickets. He bought the tickets. And then for like a whole multiple weeks passed by, maybe even a month passed by before we actually made, took some more action. And I found the money and got, bought the plane tickets or I bought my plane ticket. He bought his plane ticket. And then I bought the hotel and we have enough money to buy food and go like take Ubers and stuff like that. So the hotel is booked. The plane tickets are booked. We're like going. It's like guaranteed now. But this this is like we booked it a couple weeks ago probably. And I'm saying this because we're leaving on the 26th in the morning on the 26th. And it's in Florida. So we're flying all the way to Florida and we're missing an entire week of school. And... I know that this will change my life, but I'm also thinking there's a lot of limiting beliefs that I'm having that I'm conscious of because, and I'm glad because I'm starting to destroy them and it's, it's relating to school. So usually like, actually this is a genuine fact. If you would have asked me like one year ago, if I wanted to go to Florida for a week and miss school, I probably would have said no because I didn't want to miss school. <laughs> that is so, so bad. I It's like, it's so obvious to me now that I was hooked by the pendulum. Like the school pendulum was so strong, like had such a strong control over me that I didn't even want to miss school because I didn't want to miss work. Like that is how strong the grip of the school pendulum is. And then now I am just fine missing school, except I'm still having a little like tension, mental tension that I'll have to make up an entire week's worth of work for all of my classes when I get back. But it's also like, this stuff doesn't even matter. <laughs> like school, school does not even matter. And to be completely honest with you, I have like all A's right now and I don't even try. Like that's how easy school is. I actually have one C, but that's in business incubator. And I'll get that up really easily. But that's like, school is so easy. But the thing is, my my routine, my daily routine is so like jam-packed that on days when I have school, I'm basically, if I have, if if it's a gym day, like I go to the gym three days on and then two days off. If I'm at the gym that day and I have school that day, I'm pretty much have no downtime. So I get home from school, eat, go to the gym, get home, meditate, podcast, go to bed. Like that's pretty much it. And obviously there's some stuff in between that, but that's like, like I don't have any time to just sit down other than the meditation, but like I don't have any time to just chill now that's different on the weekends because the weekends I usually use it 
going to the park in the morning. So basically I'm like at the park for like the first, like, like I'm at the park from like eight to 10, eight to 11 sometimes. So I, that's like the entire time I get to chill. That is, but then once I'm done with the park, I'm basically go, go, go. But that's fine because I was at the park all morning. And that's that's the thing. School's taking away a lot from from like my day. And the thing is I am like there's a lot of things that I'm like juggling right now. I'm basically juggling school, gym, podcast, studying on my own time, meditate like my spiritual growth, all of this stuff I'm juggling all together like i'm improving all of them or getting through them all at at the same time basically and i'm making it work but i'm not sure how effective it is because i was doing a lot of grounding and i was outside a lot in the grass a lot over summer and i can definitely tell that it's very different now that i've been in school for like a month it is very different to like my health and like my just like my mental well-being and my physical well-being everything in general is just much different i was at peak health when i was just done with summer and it slowly started to atrophy because i haven't done any grounding in a long time well i did it like I do it on the weekends, but that's like not that much. And also over summer, I was basically barefoot all summer long. And my feet like actually started to spread out to how they're supposed to be. And then once I got back into school, since I was like in my, in shoes all day now during school, my feet are like shrinking again, going back to, how they are inside of a shoe now i am wearing barefoot shoes but i'm wearing socks with them so those socks are like shrinking them but that's that's kind of what i'm thinking right now and honestly lately i've been pretty like yesterday and today i think i'm at the low point of my like the the my journey Cause like I've been talking about for the past like couple months, actually, like pretty much this entire time I was podcasting, I've talked about the wave and basically self-improvement, podcasting, like anything that you do for a consistent amount of time is like a wave. So you're going to be like, you're skill level or your like mental clarity or whatever the case may be let's just say podcasting right now for example my like podcasting skills and the podcasting quality is it goes up like a wave it goes up to the sky and then it like plummets down for like a few days and then it starts to raise up again so it like goes up and then down up and then down And every single time, the low point 
is always a little bit higher than the last low point. And I think that you could like tell because I'm pretty sure episode 21 or 22, one of the episodes, the earlier episodes that I um, recorded and uploaded was, it was called like everyone has off days or something like that. And that was one of my low points. Like that was after the peak of the wave. That was one. I think that was my worst episode I've ever created. Even though it may have been better than like my trailer, but it was definitely the worst because that was absolutely no focus. And that was at the bottom of the wave. And that baseline was just so low. But now, like yesterday and today, I was at, I'm at, I was and am at the bottom of the wave and I'm on the uphill. Like I can tell over the next couple of days, I'll be back up to the crest of the wave. And on like that episode 21 or 22, whichever one it was, that baseline is so much lower than the baseline is yesterday and today. Like yesterday and today's baseline is probably even higher than like the peak of the wave. Like if if you do it long enough, the low point baseline will be higher than the high point baseline from when you first started. I don't know if you are catching what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if this makes sense, but pretty much it's like a wave that constantly goes up on the graph. So imagine a consistent wave, but it's, it's like increasing. So look at waves. There's like, imagine a, actually let's look at a sine graph. If you don't know what a sine graph looks like, it's basically like a consistent up and down. So it's going up and down, up and down, up and down. It's like a wave. So imagine a sine graph and then like just a normal sine graph and then tilt it like a few degrees upwards. That is basically, um, that is basically what the growth, like the journey is because that tilt basically I'm talking about tilt it the right side upwards and then the left side downwards. So I think that is, counterclockwise yeah counterclockwise tilt it a few degrees counterclockwise and then that's basically the growth of like the journey of anything pretty much that you're trying to get better at because eventually like if you start on day one you're at the peak okay so day one you're at the or maybe i don't even know how it works but Let's just say day one, you're at the bottom of the thing. And then on day seven, you reach the peak. And then day eight, you're at the bottom. Like you drop down to the bottom. And then uh, you, like over the next seven days, you rise up and then you're at the peak again. And then the next day you're at the bottom. But that bottom is like 10 inches higher than the last bottom or however unit of measurement you want to use it doesn't matter like what the point is the new like rock bottom is higher than the old rock bottom and 
so that's basically like that's another reason why when I first started podcasting actually even before I started podcasting when I was listening to podcasts I would hear about people who didn't want to start podcasting so I was listening to podcasters talking about how like the mindset that goes on with people who want to start a podcast and they're basically like exposing how most people want to start a podcast but they want like they don't want to put out like terrible work and they're basically exposing the fact that uh people only want to put out like perfect work but they were basically giving the suggestion that it's actually better to just put out work consistently every single day and then practice at it every single day because now I don't remember what the explanation they gave, but the explanation I gave a few moments ago about the the wave, it eventually gets better and better and better. And then your low point, like your bad work gets better and your bad work is actually better than your good work from the beginning. So like as you increase the skill, then it just gets better. And then you like you can have a bad day and your bad day is way better than your best day when you first started simply because you have the skill. And that's like when I first started podcasting, I was like, I know that I'm going to suck, but hopefully or but as long as I just keep going at this eventually I'm going to suck or like over time I'm going to suck less and less and less. And there's this, uh, this quote from Garrett J white that I actually really like. I don't remember exactly the wording of the quote, but it was basically like, you're going to suck right now. And you're going to suck so bad that I don't even, I don't remember, but it's basically, but if you keep at it and you keep going, you're going to suck less and less and less. And then eventually you'll suck so little that you'll actually start to be good. And the moral of the story is basically you're going to suck in the beginning, but if you practice and work at it over time, you'll actually get good at it. And that's, that's all there is to it. Like it's not just about podcasting as well. I've noticed that this like trend with even the simple things that I'm getting better at right now, like my balance on this medicine ball. I started 10 minutes a day. Now lately I've only been doing five minutes a day, but I've noticed that like yesterday or two days ago, I actually had like my best session yet, which was like amazing balance. And I was doing like one footed, like I was standing on it one footed. And then like today I had a terrible session, like very bad. Like that's the crest and the bottom of the wave. So it's, it's like a trend that is all over. Now, it's not like a exact trend. Like there are times where like it's it doesn't follow the tr- the exact trend all the time. It's just a a pattern that emerges over sometimes. Now, I want to switch the topics. I want to talk about transurfing because I am actually on the last 100 pages. And my original goal was to finish transurfing uh, before my before I leave for 
Funnel Hacking Live, which is in six days. So I'll basically have like five days of studying. Actually, even less than that. I'm going to have to do like four days of studying. This weekend, I'm like going to cram it all in. But if I don't get it done, I'm not going to force it. Because that was one of the things that I was trying to do when I first read the book. I was trying to like get it done as quick as possible. But in hindsight, I realized that that's a bad mindset. And it's best if you just take your time. So I'm going to be allocating a lot of time to study. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to like force it if I, if I don't have to, because I I don't have to, so I'm not going to force it, but I'm also not going to bring the book with me to Funnel Hacking Live because I'm going to bring the linchpin, which is, uh, basically a book that Russell Brunson wrote that is like his last secret and it's the last secret for business. And it's basically all about continuity where, you have like the best method and the most effective method for running a business is to have like a membership or a subscription-based service like Netflix, uh, like all of this, like most software companies, even this editing service that I use, Podcastle, and the podcast hosting website that I use, rss.com, all of these use memberships and they basically get reoccurring payments like consistently monthly from all of their users. Even gas, like even gas stations are like continuity because uh, you have to get gas like every, every so often, like you have to consistently get gas. Um, it's kind of like a subscription service for your car where you have to have it ju- even like to use it at all. And that's, that's another thing that, uh, reminded me of something. So uh, lately I've been over the past, like one or two, one to one and a half months, I haven't really done anything. Even to this day, I haven't done anything for business and there's one thing that was brought to my attention the other day. It was a Hamza video, uh, Hamza YouTube shorts, where he was talking about when you're driving a car, like what's the purpose of a car? And most people would say to get to a destination, like to get somewhere. But what if the dumb, like a dumb person said to get to a gas station and get some gas? Like, what if someone said the purpose of a car is to drive to a gas station and get some gas? That would sound pretty dumb, right? Like, you don't buy a car. You don't get a car just to go to the gas station and get a gas. Like, that's just the fuel. Gas is just the fuel. And so what Hamza was saying is when you, your business is not is the same as a car. Your business is a vehicle to get to a destination. So your business is a vehicle to get to your goal, like to get the life of you want. It's it's like the vehicle to get to your destination and money is the fuel. Like 
business, you don't make a business to go get some money. Like you don't make a business to get money. You make a, dis- a business to get to a destination. Just like you don't, you, you don't uh, use a car to get fuel. You don't use a car to get gas. You use a f- car to go to a destination. So the business, like originally, my original, a couple months ago, I was focusing on getting money. But now I am focusing on going to my goal, my destination. And I've spoken, I've revealed my goal in the past episodes, but I've made a decision not to reveal, not to talk about my goals uh, publicly anymore because I talked about this in an earlier episode called like, don't tell people, don't tell people your plans. And it's because if you tell people, then they're like, there's just some, I, I believe it's excess potential. There's a force that basically like prevents you from actually being able to achieve it. It doesn't prevent you, but it makes it a lot harder. And that's like, that's why I don't tell people my goals anymore. And I actually like five before I met my friend, I actually didn't tell people my goals like at all. And then I got comfortable with it telling my friend, my goals. And then it kind of expanded onwards to me telling like my parents. And then I didn't really tell like my friends, my goals, like my school friends, but still, I just, I'm making a choice not to tell people my goals. And, but I'm gonna still, like, you guys know, like, and if you don't know my goal, go. I don't know what episode I talked about my goal, but I know there was one of my earlier episodes. Like, I'm pretty sure episode, it might be episode seven. Like, if you wanna find out, check episode seven. Uh, It's called, like, I'll be a millionaire. And that is definitely a goal, but I don't know if I talked about my actual goal on the episode. I don't know. But that's that's another thing. Like it's just a choice that I'm making. And I'm still gonna talk about my journey. I'm still gonna document everything that I'm doing along the way. And also I've made a decision another decision, another choice, not to check my analytics again. I'm going through another like season of not checking my analytics. And if you guys, just in case you haven't like heard previous episodes, I actually did this a little while back where towards the beginning, like first couple weeks of me recording my podcast, I would check my analytics like every day or every other day or I would check it often and then there was like a three week time or a little more than that maybe where I didn't check my analytics and then I decided not to check them until like September like the beginning of September and then I was like I was expecting to have a lot of people listening when I checked it and that was not the case. Like the same amount of people were listening. And then I 
So I haven't checked my analytics in probably like a week or so. And I'm not going to check it anytime soon because for a different, a different reasoning now. It's because now I'm talking about my journey and I'm talking about my process. I, I've always been talking about my journey and process in this podcast. But now I became conscious of the fact that you shouldn't be sharing like what you're doing on a day to day. And this is what I'm trying to say is like, you shouldn't tell people in real life. Like you shouldn't go around and say, Oh, I meditated 30 minutes a day or, Oh, I went to the gym. Like you should just act humble, like act humbly and remain silent and act with humility because that's one thing that I was doing very well. Oh, throughout like my high school journey until this summer, actually, where I wouldn't really tell people like what I was doing and people inevitably found out that I was going to the gym in the morning. So they'd ask me, but like, I, I don't like go out of my way and say, Oh, I went to the gym this morning. Like I only say it if people ask. And that's like, that's one of the big reasons why I was able to get so get so much success in the gym and my building my physique because it's like I was acting uh, with humility and remaining silent. And so with the nature of this podcast documenting my journey, I kind of, that's like the whole thing where I'm telling you guys what I'm doing on a day to day basis. So I have to tell but that's why I'm not going to check my analytics because I want to keep it like I, I don't want to make it seem real. I feel like it's different when you say it into a microphone versus when you say it into a microphone and then realize like say it in a microphone with a mindset that there's hundreds or thousands or even like five people on the other side listening like it's it's different when you just say it to a microphone and there's no like other number attached to it like you don't have the mindset of someone is listening versus when you say it to the microphone knowing that people are listening so that's an, that's why I'm not going to be uh checking my analytics it's for a completely different reason and to be honest, like I don't even need to check my analytics at this point. Like podcasting is just, it's like a long-term thing. Like if me checking my analytics is kind of having the mindset that it's a short-term thing. So I have to check every, like I would check every single day. Oh, maybe I'll get big today. Maybe I'll get big today. Like that's just the mindset that it's a short-term thing. But if you don't check your analytics, you know that it's a long-term journey and it's a lo- it's going to be a long-term process and you'll know that if you're not checking your analytics every day you know that you're not gonna all of a sudden get like thousands of people maybe you will I don't know I'll find out over the following months because I'm going to be consistently posting every single day and I'll like keep you guys up with I'm pretty sure you're allowed to say numbers on your show and I'll have to once I get big I'll actually have to verify that just in case you're if you're allowed to I think you are because people like advertise how many downloads they've gotten like the big 
shows say like, I've gotten 10 million downloads. I'm pretty sure you're allowed to, but I don't know. I'll figure it. This is all stuff that I'll figure out over time. And that's another thing that has really, if there's one transfer from principle that you apply today, make it this one. Do not worry about problems that have not come up yet. Like, especially if you can't do anything about it. There are like, there's so much times where I find myself worrying about something that I can't even do anything about that may not even happen. And I wish I could give some examples, but I can't think of any right now, but I'm pretty sure most of you know what I'm saying. Like, if you are worrying about something in the future that like, let's say, I I can't think of anything, but you're worrying about something in the future that may not even happen and you can't even do anything about it. So it's just a waste of energy. And that's like evident. That's another evident case that the pendulum is provoking you. Like the pendulum is under, you're under the pendulum's control. You're just feeding the pendulum energy. That's another case of that being true. So just like forget about it and don't worry about it. Like allow yourself not to worry about that problem. That may not even happen. Now, if you can do something about it, do it. But once you do it, don't worry about it. That's like one thing that has helped me a lot with my, like, just my journey. Because I, like, I catch myself doing it and I don't do it as much anymore, but it's a very relieving thing to catch myself doing that. But also, I wanted to let you guys know that last night, so let me give some context. I'm doing the gateway process and it's a meditation and it's basically eight waves, the gateway experiences, eight waves. And so wave one, I bought, it was a hundred, it was like a hundred bucks. I bought it and I've been doing it for the past week. Actually today is Wednesday and I got it last Tuesday. So it's been basically a week because on last Tuesday, I only did it once, but I've been doing it two to three times every single day since. But I've been doing the gateway, the wave one for about a week and I've gotten through all this, all the exercises. There are six exercises in wave one. So I've gotten through them all and I've done like all of them multiple times except for number one. And then uh, I did number the first exercise only once. And where am I trying to get after this? I'm trying to talk about, oh yeah, uh, so I, I've been working on my Focus 10. That's, the, that's what Wave 1 is all about, Focus 10. And I've trying, I'm trying to get, like, every single time I do it, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper, my Focus 10. I have not gotten mind, uh, mind awake, body asleep. And the way I interpret that is sleep paralysis. Like, I have not achieved sleep paralysis yet. I'm still able to move my body if I want to. But I am only like eight days into it. And then I, because wave one actually took like a week to get here and it's not a very common like thing for people to buy the gateway experience on a CD because Amazon does not ship it like very quickly. And so I ended up buying wave two, which was another hundred dollars, uh, like a maybe like a week ago or a few, like a few days ago. 
I ended up buying it because I wanted to, I didn't want to have to want to move on, but have to wait like a, another week before I could. So I bought it and it said the, it would come on the 25th, but it came last night, five days earlier. And the, when I'm recording this, I'm pretty sure this episode goes live on the 25th, but when I'm recording this, I actually am, it's actually on the 20th. So it is, it came last night on the 19th. And so I have wave two, but I'm not sure if I'm actually going to move on for a little bit. I'm actually planning on after this episode, while this episode is record or editing, I'm actually planning on looking up like what people say on when you should move on to focus 12, like when you should move on to wave two, because I want to know like what point I should be at, because I want to know if you should achieve sleep paralysis before you get to focus 12. Cause I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know like what benchmarks you should achieve because I've definitely, I don't know if this counts as focus 10, but I've definitely achieved, like I get to like my body gets to like very deep rest. Like my body is very relaxed, but it's not paralyzed. So I don't really know exactly what the, like what the deal is with that on when I should move forward. But that's, that's like what I'm thinking right now. Let me get some water. I want to address one thing that I'm pretty sure I made a statement on my podcast like towards the beginning episodes, like before I was at one hour long episodes, I, I'm pretty sure I made the declaration. Like I declared that I was gonna do progressive overload until I got to 90 minutes. Now let me explain. So when I first started recording, I was doing like 10 minute episodes. And then I decided that I was going to move it up a little bit more every single episode. So like I would do a 14 episode, 14 minute episode and then a 20 minute episode and then a, and then I'd get all the way up to my plan was to get up to 90 minutes and then I was going to stick to 90 minute episodes for like the rest of the time. So I would record for 90 minutes and then I would do and then I would just end the recording. But I'm pretty sure like once I got to 1 hour I forgot about it and then I didn't realize it until probably a couple days later and then I just decided not to go up to 90 because one hour is a big time like commitment already and 90 minutes every day just even like right now I I don't think that I would want to do 90 minutes every day but that's If you guys are wondering, like if you guys have been listening to this whole series and have been wondering why I didn't do 90 minutes, I just realized to tell you guys that 
it's just because I decided to do 60 minutes instead. But with that being said, I'm about to hit 60 minutes. So to wrap things up, don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the Ascend Momentum Show. But before you guys leave, make sure to remember the Eagles.